The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by Wingbet. Wingbet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports bank and casino play. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, sports from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. We have what you need. Sign up today and you'll receive a special offer. Risk-free $500 sports bet. Download Bet and Win. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We'll support you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's Prop. PropSwap.com and the promo code SGP. We also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at underdogfantasy.com with the promo code SGPN and receive a free $25 entry to use in Best Ball Mania 2 for a chance to win $1 million. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or the Google Play Store today. Hey guys, you are listening to a special bonus show here, focusing on the Olympics quarterfinals in soccer here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. We are also going to be looking at the two Gold Cup semifinals. However, by the time you're listening to this, they they may have already happened because as I'm recording this, we are just three hours away from the kickoff for USA versus Qatar. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can check out all my content at my website, which is lockbetting.com. That's lockbetting.com. There is no better time to sign up than August the 1st. That is the start of the new year. Lockbetting years run from August to August. And so far, we have delivered over eight years of profit, over 98 months in a row of transparent track profit. If we make a profit in the month of August, that'll be 99. And in September, we will be targeting our 100th month in a row of transparent track profit. If you want to go and see the spreadsheets, just head over to lockbetting.com. The pin tweet at SGP Soccer is always the previous month's PL. So I'll be putting up the PL for the month of July, where we will be making our 98th month of transparent track profit. But at the moment, you can look at that 97th month, which was the month of June, which was the month where we had Euro 2020, a massively successful competition for us that guided us to that 97th month and the 98th month will be going up in a few days. You can sign up to be a part of the journey for month number 99 by getting involved with August. As I said, massive month because that is when we release all of our soccer futures. The lockbetting.com financial year begins in August because that's when we release all of our futures for soccer and then in September we have the start of the NFL so towards the end of August we'll be putting out our NFL futures as well so massive massive month there is no better month to sign up than August with the futures for soccer futures for NFL and in September the futures for the Champions League of course we have the US Open tennis squeezed in between all of that so so much stuff coming up as we head towards the month of August and August the 1st is the best day to sign up over at lockbetting.com don't sign up prior to that I have to give you that warning don't sign up prior to that because if you sign up right after you listen to this podcast which I assume will be still in July you will be billed 
for the month of July and we have a very limited number of picks going out. We are riding out some uh, Olympic futures that we put out at the start of the competition. So we're riding those out. So there's going to be a very small amount of plays that you're going to get. So there is no point signing up for the service at the end of July because you're only going to get one or two days of content. So August the 1st, as I said, is the magic date. So let's look at these Gold Cup matches first because they will be occurring first. It looks like it could be a USA-Mexico final despite them leaving a lot of players on the sidelines, both of these two teams. We begin with the USA against Qatar because that's a 12.30 kickoff. UK time, 7.30 east in the US. It's 10 to 11 on USA on the money line. It's 23 to 10 on the draw and it's 3 to 1 on Qatar. Obviously, it's surprising to see Qatar even playing in the Gold Cup for some people. But what's been more surprising is how well they've done. Not for me. I've been tracking this team for the last couple of years and it has shown a steady improvement. I think they're going to be very competent by the time they host the 2022 World Cup. I don't think they're just going to be there to be the host nation or to make up the numbers. I think they are going to be a threat, not to win it, but I do think they'll be a team that can get through to the last 16 of that particular World Cup. And here in this competition, um, they do have a chance of making the final. Obviously, if USA had their full selection of players, I would strongly fancy the US, but it's difficult to take them here when Qatar have done so well through this tournament and US are missing some of their key men. So it's difficult difficult to confidently pick the, the USA-Mexico final here. I think Mexico have got a little bit more squad depth than the US when the US bring in these players. But look, they're here. This is going to be a tight, tight game in terms of who qualifies, but I think it'll be an open game as far as goals. Uh, Qatar have come into the Gold Cup and I'm surprised many would fast-paced attacking football and a willingness to always push the pace. Um, they actually lead the Gold Cup with 10 goals and have the second highest expected goals rate behind Mexico. Now, I don't really put too much value into that, but I always bring up the stats because I know you guys do. Um, US boasts only the sixth best expected goals, but they've only conceded one goal this entire tournament. So... Um, I do think that they'll be the ones that will be more difficult to break down. But inevitably, I do see both teams scoring. I think Qatar just just push up too high up the pitch, but then also allow you to get opportunities. If you look at their last game against El Salvador, they were three up within 55 minutes, but then allowed El Salvador back into the game. And I see something similar here. I see Qatar just, just pushing up and pushing up and allowing USA opportunities to score on the break. But at the same time, I see it, I see it being difficult for the US to keep a clean sheet. Getting this at a touch of plus money, which is what I'm seeing it at, at around about 21 to 20, I think offers some decent, decent value here on the play. We've certainly got the statistical data here with the two teams and the stylistic play of Qatar to take that play here in this one. So I'm going to go for both teams to score in this game. As for the other game here, Mexico against Canada, for me, this is a little bit more straightforward. I think uh, Mexico have got more squad depth than anyone else here in this tournament. So whereas uh, you see USA rotating and you are more concerned with Mexico, I'm not as concerned by it. I still like them on the money line here, which is at four to seven. It's 11 to four on the draw and it's five to one on Canada. Another way you could bet this game is to take Mexico's team total of over 1.5 which is at 10 to 11. And Mexico to win with the team total is only 6 to 5. So 
I think I will just take the team to team total just in case Canada do manage to sneak two goals here in this game. Outside of Mexico's first match against Trinidad and Tobago, in which they were shut out, they have been brilliant. Not only did they lead the expected goals number, but they've also scored seven goals so far. Um, Funes Mori has managed to score three goals so far in this competition. Um, I wouldn't say Canada's defence has been poor, but it hasn't been great. In Canada's match against Haiti, uh, they were solid for 40 minutes, but Haiti were, were applying constant pressure during that time. But uh, to start the game against USA, they conceded the fastest goal in Gold Cup history. So I think that is a little bit of a concern here. And uh, I do think Mexico will be able to penetrate this defence twice. Um, but I, but for what you're getting in terms of getting Mexico to score over 1.5 team goals here at minus 110, and then to get 6-5 to five just attack on the money line, I just wouldn't bother. I would just take Mexico over 1.5 team total here at minus 110 in this one. So that concludes the gold cup so we'll move on from that and we'll move over to the olympics and we are going to look at the women's fixtures here um don't usually cover women's soccer here on the soccer gambling podcast but this is an important competition it's the olympics it's at the late stages so we are going to take a look at it. the first game that kicks things off in the morning well the morning for for me ridiculous early morning for you guys i think 4 a.m uh, eastern time is Canada versus Brazil, where Canada are available here at three to one. It's eleven to five on the draw, and it's even money on the Brazilian women. Um, I think Brazilian the Brazilian women get through here. I think they're a contender to to win this tournament. Um, they they drew three three with the Dutch, which was a massive shootout up between what I think could be. Um, two, the two best teams in this tournament. And I, and I know I'm disregarding the US and I know I'm even disregarding Sweden who, who beat the US. But I, but to me, they look like the best two teams. They look like two teams who are on a collision course for the semi-finals. Brazil have still got Marta in, in, in their team pulling the strings, but they are full of goals. Now, I know they're coming off a 1-0 win against Zambia and everybody else managed to, uh, well, we saw Holland smash 10 goals past Zambia and uh, China put four goals past them, whereas Brazil only scored one. Um, but I definitely, definitely think Brazil were taking their foot off the gas. They were looking at a weaker opponent here in the quarterfinal than having that clash against the USA, which goes to Holland. The Netherlands are the team that play Holland. The winners of that game will play the winners of this game here between Canada and the Brazilian women. And I do think the Brazilian women will get it done. I like them at even money here on the money line. Canada had a chance to not be in this game. Canada had a chance to win their group. All they needed to do was hold on against Great Britain. But they worryingly concede so many late goals. It's difficult to take them here against Brazil or to think that they have a chance of uh, of pushing this game into extra time. So I think Brazil um, get through. They've, they've navigated themselves into the weaker tie. They're not playing against the US. And I think they'll benefit from that by getting themselves in to the semi-finals. Up next, we look at the Great Britain women against the Australia women here. It's four to five on Great Britain. It's twenty-three to ten the draw, and it's seven to two on the Australians. I'm not convinced by Great Britain women, even though they did end up um, coming through as the group winners. I think we're going to see a massively tight game here, and I do think this one will see under two and a half goals. Um, we could even see under one and a half goals here. The GB women rotated their team for the final group game and uh, as they only needed a draw to win it. And they got that draw, even though they need to come from behind to get it. 
Australian women actually come into this having finished third in their group with one win, one loss and one draw. All three of GB women's group games have featured less than three goals and only one of the seven knockout matches for the women at Rio 2016 featured more than two goals. So I do think it's going to be a tight and cagey game. I think the British women nick it. Uh, I do like them to nil here in, in, to win this game. I think they could be decided by a single goal, a single moment from the Great Britain women having a little bit more quality. But I'm very, very confident here about the under. And I think we're getting a decent price here at 7-10 to 10 for this game not to have three goals in it. So under two and a half goals here for Great Britain women versus the Australia women in this one up next we're looking at sweden versus japan where sweden are available here at four to seven it's 13 to five to draw and it's five to one here on the japanese um it's difficult for me to make a case here for for japan um they have done well previously um in in world cup competitions and the olympics and obviously they are the host nation here as well but sweden coming off that demolition job against the US, looking so convincing in the group stage. I have to go with them here. I think they'll set themselves up with a semi-final against Great Britain. And I think it's a real chance that they could be waiting there in the final. Now, for USA to win this competition, they're going to face a murderer's row schedule. They're going to have to now beat the Netherlands in this next round. They're then going to have to beat uh, what I think will be Brazil, could be could be Canada, but I think it will be Brazil. And in the final, I think they'll be going up against either Sweden or Great Britain. So they really are up against it. So to see Brazil as a, uh, to see USA, sorry, as still a strong favourite to win it here at 6-4 to four doesn't really make too much sense to me. I do prefer looking here at the Swedes or the Netherlands or even Brazil, who are all at 5-6 and 7-1 to one here in the market. And uh, I think Sweden here get through this game. There's not really too much to say other than the fact that Sweden have looked so good in this competition so far. They absolutely decimated Brazil. And um, I don't think there's great value here on them, on the money line here at 4-7. to seven. But I would be looking at Sweden as a team who could reach the final here of this uh, Olympics. So I think Sweden go through here on the money line, but obviously not much too value at four, not much value at four to seven. So you will be looking at um, putting that together with something in a parlay, potentially maybe the under two and a half goals from the Great Britain, Australia game. Final game. And um, I think some people aren't going to like this. Well, maybe some people are because I see a lot of resentment uh, towards the US women's team. And I think that's come from the ridiculous equal play equal pay argument where the US women want equal pay and I think that's led to a lot of men on social media not supporting this team and I can totally get that because they don't deserve equal pay there's really no interest in the women's game that's why we rarely cover it we're covering it here from a betting perspective because this is the Olympics and then in a couple of years we might look at the World Cup but other than every two years who gives a shit about women's soccer it certainly doesn't generate the same interest in income as the men's game so there is no argument there for equal pay so Megan Rapino can can sit on her high horse and and say this that and the other and be the most dislikable bitch on the planet 
But the fact is, is that they don't deserve equal play. And I think that is what has separated people here from the US team. So I think it may make some people happy to see uh, the Netherlands take them apart here at the quarterfinal stage, which would be a massive, massive disappointment for the US women's team. I think they expected to win this competition, but I also think they expected to have more in their legs. They were just completely and utterly outworked and outrun by this Swedish team. Yes, they managed to get themselves a a, a convincing win against New Zealand, but they looked very, very poor, missed a lot of easy chances against Australia in the first half, and his second half really didn't create too much. Uh, And that's why I think Australia are being overhyped in their game against Great Britain in terms of Great Britain only being available at four to five. I do think Great Britain will dominate large periods of that game and will get the breakthrough. Um, and, and I just don't think this US team are that good. I just think they're a little bit disjointed now. I think the age is catching up with them. I think they came here with an expectation to win it. And I think they are the team to beat. And I think everybody's raising their game against them. I think they're running a little bit harder. I think they're covering more kilometers. I think they're, they're chasing more balls down. And I think they just cannot deal with how they're being pressed here in this tournament, particularly against the Swedes and also the way Australia defended. I think USA found them difficult to break down. So for all those reasons I think the combination of things coming here against a a Netherlands women's team that just absolutely um just absolutely phenomenal in the group stage in terms of scoring putting up 21 goals in three games that's just ridiculous they scored 21 goals in three games getting through to this quarterfinals I can't bet against that team looking at the odds here it's it's crazy to see them as a huge underdog here they're two to one on the money line it's 13 to five on the draw and it's five to four on the USA meanwhile the qualification odds see the USA available at four to six and the Netherlands available at five to four I will be taking the Netherlands here to beat the USA and because I just cannot stand Megan Rapino and I cannot and I cannot stand the arrogance of this team with their with their tea sipping and the goal celebrations and everything they did at the last tournament and their request for equal play equal pay and genuinely thinking that they deserve it I don't just want to see them go out I want to see this Holland team this Netherlands team absolutely batter the shit out of the US women's team and send them home from this tournament. So Netherlands for me is going to be the pick. By all means, take them on the money line, but I'm going to err on the side of caution and I'm going to give myself the the qualification price here of five to four to see Netherlands to qualify and knock USA out of the Olympics. Moving on to the men's portion of the Olympics now, the quarterfinals of the men's game. We begin with Spain against the Ivory Coast. Spain started the tournament as favourites to win it. They're now joint favourites with Brazil, both available at 13 to 8. They are available at 1 to 2 here on the money line. It's 10 to 3 on the draw and it's 13 to 2 on the Ivory Coast. If you're looking for something to, to parlay Sweden with on the money line, perhaps look at Spain. I think this game is going to have a very, very definitive pattern of play where Spain are dominating the ball, much like they did in their Euro games. The Olympic team play exactly the same way. They even started with a nil-nil draw, just like Spain did in the Euros. So they are a, a basic replica of the Euro team in terms of how they play, in terms of all how Spanish team plays. So um, I think this is going to be a case for Spain dominating the ball and looking to break through. Ivory Coast 
Wales defended really, really well against Germany. They needed a point from that game and they got that point. It was a one-all draw and Germany's goal came from a ridiculous set piece. But other than that, they didn't look like they could break them down. And uh, Eric Bailly of Manchester United, who hasn't really been too great for us since we signed him, looks like a colossus all of a sudden here in the Ivory Coast defence. So I think um, it's going to have a very definitive pattern of play where, where Spain do end up getting the breakthrough. So I actually like Spain to win this game by, by a single goal. I love the under here and the fact we're getting it at plus money. We're getting the under here at 6-5. to five. I don't understand why we're getting that. Spain's three games so far have produced three goals and that included a, a late equaliser from Argentina after Spain fell asleep at the back. So they've gone 0-0, 1-0 with a late winner. They were 1-0 up against the Argies before Argentina equalised from a set piece late on. So three goals across their three games and we're getting 6-5 to five plus money here on the under against an Ivory Coast team that defend really well and uh, what we'll definitely see here is Spain dominating the ball trying to break this team down as they put up a defensive block so very very clear pattern of pay for me and very clear play on the under here at plus money in this one not understanding why that's available to us but ultimately Spain go through I also like Spain to nil here in this one up next we look at Japan versus New Zealand where Japan are the 2-9 to nine favourites to win this. It's 9-2 on the draw, and it's 12-1 to one on New Zealand. Yeah, this, this one looks pretty clear, if you, even if you look at the odds there, it looks pretty clear that um, Japan are going to get through in this one. I think it could be a very, very convincing scoreline as well. I like Japan minus 1.5 here, which is available at 7-10. to 10. They've won all of their three group games, including smashing France 4-0 in their last fixture. Uh, New Zealand conceded three against Honduras and were unable to score against Romania. They're only here because they got a shocking result completely against the runner play against South Korea. So that's why they're here. They shouldn't be here. And uh, Japan are going to take them apart. For me, this is the easiest game to call, which is why I'm going to take the handicap line here on this one. Up next, we have Brazil versus Egypt, where Brazil are also available at 1-2, like Spain, the two tournament favourites. 7-2 to draw and 6-1 to one on Egypt. Again, uh, if Mo Salah had been here, Egypt would be more of a threat. I was surprised to see them beat Australia 2-0. Prior to that, they didn't look like they could score any goals at all. Well, they didn't. They didn't score any goals coming into that game. We cashed the under on that game. The only surprising part of it was that Egypt did get the breakthrough, and this caused Australia to chase the game. Australia had the better of that game in terms of shots at goal but again Egypt were able to to nick a second goal and put Australia out that's sometimes the problem when you play for a draw and Australia really only needed a draw from that game and it was obvious they were playing for it and they got punished and that's why Egypt are here they're not good enough to compete for against Brazil I think this could be another game where the handicap gets covered Um, I'm not seeing Egypt personally scoring in this game either uh, Brazil are unbeaten so far and have scored seven goals so far in this tournament. Egypt lost to South American opposition in the group stage with their 1-0 loss to Argentina, who are out of the competitions. And uh, so far, there have been over two and a half goals in two of Brazil's three games. So this could go over, but I think if it's going over, it's going to be Brazil scoring a large portion of the goals. Um, I think this is a nice a nice little piece to add to parlays and whatnot. So you could be looking at Brazil and Spain and possibly Sweden. But I would say um, Brazil are a stronger play than, than both of those. And I'm surprised to see them here at just minus 200 to win this on the money line. 
Final game we're going to look at here, South Korea versus Mexico. We're South Korea, the 7-4 underdogs. It's 11-5 on the draw. And it's 11-8 here on the Mexicans. I think South Korea could be a live dog in this game. They look very, very impressive in getting through. Despite that 1-0 defeat against New Zealand, they then did come to life and got two positive results to get themselves through and to win the group. That was another play we had over at LockBetting.com. I see this being a a free-flowing game and uh, I do see there being goals in it. I think this could potentially be the highest scoring game in the men's quarterfinals. South Korea scored 10 goals in the group stages and Mexico scored eight. Uh, both teams have scored in two of Mexico's three games. So I do think there'll be goals on the cards here in Yokohama. So I'm going to go for both teams to score in this one. And that one is available to you guys at 10 to 11. So it's 10 to 11, yes, and 10 to 11, no. Definitely going to take 10 to 11, yes, when we look at the statistical data here for this game. So that concludes your preview for your two Gold Cup semi-finals and all of your quarterfinals for the Olympics for the women's and the men's. I will be back on the next show looking at the women's semi-finals, the men's semi-finals and the Gold Cup final as well. And I'll have that podcast out in more time. This was a very late decision to do this today. I am on a little bit of a hiatus. I'm on a little bit of a break as we're looking to come back with the future shows uh, for Serie A and the EPL. I'm saying Serie A because it looks like that is winning the poll at the moment by a landslide but we'll have an official announcement at the top of the next show you still have a few hours left to vote to change the direction of that but as it stands at the moment we will be losing the Bundesliga and we will be replacing it for with Serie A but if you still want to get plays on the Bundesliga and the Liga and all the other European leagues head over to lockbetting.com the home of the European show that's it for me and this bonus show good luck with all your bets as always guys and thanks for listening